0: Welcome to Cowboy Ed. Where the winter is almost upon us. And the ride, you know, has to has to change a little bit. And so today we're gonna bring some more people on our ride to maybe maybe keep us warm as we as we ride through the, the Wyoming education prairie, if you will. Maya, how you doing out there? Staying warm?
1: I'm trying. We have a little more snow than you do, I think, and it doesn't look like it's melting anytime soon, so trying to stay warm.
0: Well, maybe that'll and give us an advantage, an advantage in the, in the football, football game on Saturday against Fresno. Against Fresno. So yeah, they, they won't, won't like, like the cold. cold. Maybe, maybe that helps. helps. That's, That's a good thing. thing. Uh, but exciting, we have two middle school riders riding with us today. We have Jacob. Hi.
2: And we have Ayana.
0: Hi. Hi. So as we head down this path, as we discussed last week, what normal looks like anymore for students is kind of an interesting dilemma because as an eighth grader, their last normal year, full normal year was probably was fifth grade. So a third of their education, pushing a quarter of their education has been somewhat in this COVID pandemic situation. So it's been, yeah, it's it's totally disrupted that kind of real influential time for them. So the point of our conversation today is what does normal look like moving forward? What are your expectations as we go through and continue as you, as you continue your eighth grade year, but head off into high school and those things. So let's dive right in with the, with the first question what what were your expectations ayana coming into this school year for what school was going to look like
3: I would say my expectations were definitely try to be like more out there and just know people more
0: know people what what did you what did you expect from us as far as there's lots of teachers listening out there so what was your expectation coming into this year for how school would, would look?
3: I feel like my expectations were more of like the teachers understanding that everyone's at a different level because of online and it was like hard. So everyone was like more of a different level.
0: Which, which is a great, great way to put that is as we as teachers look at school Kids come in at different levels, but when you throw in the online mix and a pandemic, now you've really complicated the levels. So let's let's turn that question over to Jacob. Jacob, how did you what did you what were your expectations coming into this year?
2: I was like expecting teachers to find different ways of helping students because there's not really with like mass and social distancing, you can have a bunch of students together giving them directions. So like more technology. teachers going into technology like emailing kids or parents to like give them directions to help their students at home if they got you know quarantined or other things like that
0: okay which that tech answer that that opens the door right up for for Maya out there riding riding side saddle with us about how how we're using technology I know you've got questions for for these two students Maya what do you got
1: well gosh my brain's going crazy I have lots of questions Um, let's start with that tech first. So what is it that teachers do with technology or without technology that make your learning process easier? So you you mentioned email and I've heard that before where even sitting in class, if a student has a question, they can email the teacher. Um, But what have you noticed or what have you experienced that's really helpful um, from your teachers?
2: Uh Well, me, I've been able to, if I was working on homework at home, um, my teachers, I could just send them an email and they would reply like much faster than if, you know, the pandemic and that wasn't around, but they could give me like, like well thought out answers and that and other stuff with like Canvas, they could post more directions on there.
1: I like it. So having access to that information when you're at home and access to your teacher. Ayana, what did you, what have you noticed? Um, mine's
3: pretty much the same as Jacob, I would say, because whether you're still in school or in quarantine, they will send out like an email or something to every kids with like how to do the lesson just in case you missed it, quarantine or anything like that. And I think I've found that really helpful.
1: Wonderful. I, you know, teacher practice of, we're so used to giving instructions in class and then students go on their way to do their work. And I think that something that's really changed is that ability for us to communicate in multiple ways to be able to reach students differently. And it sounds like that works well for you to be able to access that information when you need it. So yeah, I really like that feedback. I actually would like to ask one more question of Ayana. You had mentioned you came to the school year trying to put yourself out there. And as you said that, You know, your social experience in middle school has been different than people of the past, right? It's yours has been unique, I guess. So when you're thinking about those social interactions, you know, how, what's your expectation for this year when you're finally getting to to come to campus, even though it might be interrupted along the way, Um, you know, it's your first your first big opportunity to be a middle schooler in that, you know, learning space. So what are your expectations about the social interaction?
3: My expectations would honestly probably be like more like, cause I want to be a bit more myself out there and everything because how everyone's especially have to be more social distance and not like be too close or in a big group. And I find that kind of hard so I really wanted to try to get to know people,
1: like, when they're alone. So once you make a connection with someone, are you following up with technology? Do you guys exchange Snapchat and that kind of thing? Or is it something where you're just trying to interact at school?
3: Um, yeah, I would, technology would be in there because we would, like, exchange Snap, phone numbers, anything to, like, Know each other more of a personal level, become close friends, stuff like that.
0: which is very, very interesting because we think about how technologically driven our our students are today and how connected they are. and the pandemic actually isolated people with technology and so it, it's it's super interesting to hear that kind of hopefully as we're coming out of this that technology is is making us more thoughtful about being social like in person having conversations not just relying on on the tech side of things to to do that um uh, yeah that that's you know too much of a good thing uh, in the sense of makes us makes us appreciate some of those those other pieces so um, i'll go back over here to jacob what do you expect for the rest of this year, headed into high school, and you're thinking about how COVID's impacted that. We've heard on the on the teacher side, on the on the parent side as well. We've heard about how it has impacted your guys' learning. How its its test scores have been different. We've we've heard all these things. What is something that you think ha- has helped you through this process? That when you look back at your education, thinking ten years from now, maybe. Wow, this. I'm better because of the pandemic. I'm better because of this. My education experience was better because of that.
2: I think, like, one part of me getting better was that teachers have gained more, like, knowledge about connecting with their students through whether it be like Zoom calls or just like even in person talking to them one on one and being able to connect with like a teacher on like a kind of semi-personal level and having that information instead of like, wait until the next day so you can go into class and talk to them for a little bit. They can like reach you over the internet and you could talk about something if you needed help with anything. And I think that like, that has really helped me. So that's a big
0: piece. Uh, we, we he, to all the teachers out there, we, we all have lives and teaching in a sense is a 24-7 job. But it's also we have to be able to separate and have a life outside of the classroom as well. But I I I hear both Ayana and and Jacob talking about the connected ability of being able to get in contact with their teacher, get a response, and so thinking about that for for our listeners, teachers have to be cognizant of that. You know, a quick email, not spending all evening. Away from your family or away from what you're doing, but a quick email response back to a student has an amazing power to it. Uh, it. It it makes us more personable in a way, instead of just that random person standing in in front of the in front of the class. So, Ayana, you had you, you kind of led into that question, but is there anything that you think? Wow, my education. There's there's a lot of, I miss I maybe missed out on this. I maybe missed out on some time in the classroom, but I definitely think this has made education better as a result of COVID pandemic. Is, is there a big positive for you out of this?
3: The positive for me would definitely be like, because, well, my experience one would be like when I was online, uh, it really put me in perspective how education is really important and how I really need pay attention because online it like really it just what didn't work out for me so my positive would be like learning and being more paying attention in class because like I know how much the education is like really important and how easy it is to just miss out on like when you don't pay attention for like 10 minutes
0: well, and it's so much, you bring up such a, an interesting point is how that in-person connecting is important, and it's much easier to tune out online, but in, in class, all students have a tendency, we know it, sometimes teachers have a tendency to tune out, and those few minutes uh, can turn into, you know, missing the important piece, and so that's, that's, that's a really interesting way to put that. All right, Maya. What? I, I know those questions are just formulating. What do you got out there for them?
1: Well, you know, we're kind of talking about their experiences and their perceptions of school. And eighth grade's kind of a unique year in that, you know, you're you're looking ahead to high school. So I'm wondering, what is one thing that you hope that you get to do as an eighth grader before the end of the year?
2: Um, Me is probably... Interacting with more people in the sense that it's not you know putting anyone in danger of getting COVID and all that, still keeping it safe, but maybe going to like a school dance or some big school funded like parade or something like that, but with still the intent of keeping social distance, like masked up to like not spread COVID.
1: It's a great idea, and I think you know we've learned a lot about how to how to social distance, how to use protection is, you know, to keep ourselves germ free. So, you know, yeah, I I think, you know, a dance, I have fond memories of dances growing up. So I'm I'm right there with you with that. Uh Ayana, what's something that you hope you get to do before you move on to high school? I would probably have to agree with Jacob,
3: like kind of like experimenting and like being more like doing stuff with people like school dances and like sports and stuff like that because we never know like in the future if like COVID comes back and we won't be able to do any of that stuff anymore so I definitely want to try to do it like so I could say I could do it before high
1: school. Well I hope that works out for you guys because you know we know we don't know where the year is headed. Our new normal is pretty much day by day right and it could be something completely new tomorrow Uh, so I hope that you both get those opportunities to, you know, go to a dance, to have a, you know, eighth grade graduation party, all of those kinds of things, because you definitely deserve those experiences.
0: Yeah, and they definitely yeah, highlight the social. In in all of their answers, we we continue to hear this social aspect of life, and COVID has definitely made us appreciate those social interactions, whether it's just a simple get- together or a junior high dance or a junior high pep assembly or junior high, you know class parties or theme days and those things as as they were talking, I was thinking, Halloween is just around the quarter. and, and if you think about Halloween, what a great time to wear a mask and have a dance. Uh, you, you could you could accomplish two things. All with with one event and give it give kids a chance to experience some of these pieces. but back to this this whole social aspect, we continue to hear how this social component of middle school, but pretty much school in general uh, is so important to give them a chance to develop how they interact uh, and maybe that's the piece that we're gonna see down the road. That's the piece that we're going to hear down the road from. Kids about the social experiences. So as, as we're we're kind of nearing the end here, uh, I'm going to turn the mic over to to you two. Just to what do you think? If there's one thing you want teachers, maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing. So it's it's your mic. So what would be one thing you'd want teachers to know so far about your experience through COVID, all that? And like I said, it it could be a positive. It could be a. It's it's your turn. So we'll. Ayana, what do you got?
3: I would probably want, like, the teachers to know that we do appreciate them, like, trying really hard. Because I know for everyone, the teachers, students, COVID really affected us. So I want them to know that, like, what they have done, you know, like, making an effort to put, like, the lesson online so everyone can access it is, like, really good. And I want them to, like, know that we appreciate
0: it. That should be music to lots of teachers' ears out there. As far as sometimes that that level of appreciation we don't necessarily hear publicly. Uh, so thank you, thank you for for that, and thank you from all for all the teachers out there. So Jacob, what do you what do you what do you want them to know?
2: Well, I kind of like the positive direction she went in, but I think I'm gonna have to go backwards on that and. Like tell teachers about, because I know I missed a lot of days last year. So I had to get a lot of instructions online, on how to do projects. And I get how it would be difficult, but teachers, like, because they're not really used to giving instructions online. they're used to in person being able to show you what happens. But some of the like advice or directions a teacher could give you would kind of, you know, be a little iffy and maybe kind of mix you up with other stuff. So if you could, you know, check on your students and clarify the directions with them online, that would probably help them out.
0: That's
1: amazing Once... advice.
0: <laughs> That's exactly you took the words right out of my mouth by it's uh checking in. Uh yeah, I mean just just being accessible is a big deal. As teach as students have more access to all sorts of information, sometimes they they don't need us to have the answers as such. They just Need some help, some guidance. So wow. what what a fast and furious ride. So I I, I just want to extend a, a thank you to Jacob and Ayana for joining us on on this Cowboy Ed ride with us. Thank you. It's oh, been, thank you.
1: <laughs> it's been really great to talk with you guys. You have amazing insight into education and thanks for sharing your experiences and ideas with us.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you.
2: No problem. Just pleasure joining you. All right, well, as we've came to the end of our
0: ride, and whoo, it was a fast first. I think the horses are warm now, and what, what better as, as the weather turns a little chilly? But we'd like to just say, head them up. Move them on. Move them out.
1: <laughs> head them up. Head them up. Move them out.
0: Cowboy a on the ride.